Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630 The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're talking about phone monitoring apps. I will tell you, because I think I have the younger kids on the team, I get asked this all the time. I get asked it at events all the time, like yes. Q&A, like what's the best one that you recommend? Just tell me where to sign up. Yeah, I need it's, a good, it's a good question. Device. We're all, yes. I mean, because we're all grasping at straws. Like Absolutely. how do we keep our kids safe? Well, I think we all want every tool possible. Yes. And this is a big one. Yes. Well, and I think we kind of need to go back to, before we even dive into the phone monitoring apps, because we're really going to talk about the loopholes in them, like things you just need to know. Absolutely. Because they are great tools, but they're not going to catch everything. Thing. Right. And so I think that's kind of what we want to cover on this show. Like, what could you be missing from the phone monitoring apps? Yeah. Um, but before we dive into that, I kind of want to go back to, you know, when I gave my child a phone. And that was like five years ago now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we that's crazy to think. But mm-hmm. she's in high school now mm-hmm. and she's had it for five years. So I wanted to, um, you guys know my story. I first wanted to think, I'm just not giving her a phone till she's 18 right. and then we're done. And right. that's going to solve all the issues. Well, that didn't solve anything because she was told about porn yeah, and she was told about all these things that I wasn't prepared to answer. So I realized that really wasn't the solution. But when I gave her a phone, then I wanted to be all up in it. I want everything to come through on my phone, you know, mm-hmm. and in reality, let me tell you this, they send 500 emojis a day. Yeah. Really? I mean, 800 million Enough sometimes. with the poop emoji and yes. the fruit and the vegetables. Well, and sometimes you don't know what the emojis mean. They code. just like code for mm. something. So if you're Googling every 500 of those, you know, you're going to be sitting at your computer all day long. What is eggplant? What is this? What is that? Like it's, and you know... We like, do have things to do. I, you cannot spend hours a day monitoring your kids when that's not practical. I mean, we can't. Even though you want to. We can't. It's not practical. And um, and so there's that aspect of it. But then I couldn't find a product on the market that would do everything I needed it to do. And we're right. going to talk a little bit more about that. And so, um, you know, I set out on this journey, like, what is the solution then? Mm-hmm. Like, I need a solution mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know that it was open communication found in Deuteronomy 6.6. And seven, and I love how God says it in those verses. It says, "Talk to your kids mm-hmm. on the go when you're getting up, when you're going to bed, and when you're at home." Yeah. And when I read on the go, like I knew I had found the solution I was looking for because I had been on the journey long enough to know that my daughter liked to talk in the car. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't have to make eye contact with me. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I like to talk in the car because I could like hide my emotions a little bit more Mm -hmm. about what I was freaking out about. I say, Mom, you're giving the look. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we want to preface this show with the first line of defense is the open communication. It is the always, it is going to catch everything. Like Mm -hmm. if you can train your child 
to tell you what they're seeing online when they hear a new word at school, you know, when they hear something at the school lunch table, when they go to a friend's house and they're shown something online, if you can train your child to tell you all those things, Mm -hmm. then you get to speak into it. Mm -hmm. And so that is the first line of defense. Yes. Because they, if it's a normal operating procedure, hopefully it won't slip through the cracks because they'll come tell you. They'll come tell you everything. So I just want to preface this show before we get into the phone monitoring apps with that statement. I think that's just really important for you guys to hear. Yeah, um, and, and, it, and we know that it's not easy, but it is so important to spend most of your time working on this culture in your home. More than anything else, more than sitting on that phone and looking at everything that they've done, creating a culture of open communication in your home really is where you need to spend the bulk of your time. You know, God woke me up this morning at 4.30 a.m., like literally this morning, and I got this image in my head, which was so weird because I really feel like I need to start dieting and exercising, exercising a lot more. Mm-hmm. And you know what God said to me at 4.30 a.m.? I'm laying in my bed thinking about all the diet changes I need to make in my life. I am fat. I, I, I literally was laying there, like, feeling my gut. Thinking, yeah. what do I need to do right now? I press sometimes on my belly. I'm like, hmm, yep, we're there. I need to cut out the yep. cheese fries. <laughs> I love cheese fries. Darn and you, Sonic. I love and cheese, cheese fries and ranch. Uh, okay. So anyway, 4.30 a.m. And uh, God literally said to me, Mandy, just like with diet and exercise, it's going to be the hard work. Like there are lots of supplements. Mm-hmm. Like you can do vitamins. You can do protein shakes. You yep. can do you can do weight. You know, there's programs you can do. Yeah. And they're all helpful. Yeah. But at the end of the day with your health. It's about the hard work yes. of diet and exercise. Yes. And he said, that is just what Next Talk is about with open communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these tools on the market to help you mm-hmm. and use all of them. Mm-hmm. Use all of them. Yeah. You know, use the tools. But at the end of the day, it's about doing the hard work and building the new culture in your home. And you are not alone, I promise, when you're thinking to yourself, But I don't want to do it. It's hard. Yes, it is hard. But just like anything else, if you really want to protect your kids, which is more important than your body, more important than anything else, protecting your kids, if you want to do that, then the hard work is worth it. Well, and it takes the fear out of it. Like if you stress and anxiety, all of it, if you get them coming home and telling you, I mean, no matter what they see, no matter what they hear. They come home and ask you. Yes. Now, you, you're going to freak out. You're going to be like, I hate answering this question because well, I hate that you're going to freak they're... out on the inside. Yeah, on the inside, not, not the on outside. the outside. Parent filter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the fear is gone yeah. because they're going to ask you. Yes. Right? And so I just want to set that up as like the premise of the show. Um, let's talk about the built-in restrictions. Yeah, the free ones. The free ones. I always tell people, start with the free Yeah. Mm -hmm. All devices come with built-in restrictions. So whatever device you have, Google it. Mm -hmm. Parental controls for Mm -hmm. whatever. If Mm -hmm. it's an Amazon tablet, if it's, you know, an Android, whatever. Um, I'm an Apple user, so I'm in that all all day long. They just upgraded last year. They have new screen time restrictions, and they're great. Yes. They're really good. They monitor your kids' Phone use, like you can see how many, how much average a day they're mm-hmm. on it. They give you a report for yours. Mine you can is, also see what they're on as well. Mine like is detailed. off the top. <laughs> Crazy. Because I'm on it for work all the time. It's yes. bad. It's bad. I find that I'm I'm trying to like compete with mine. Like the every every week. It's like you are on less. 30 minutes less. And I'm like, ooh, next you're going to be 45 That's minutes you. less. You're competitive like that. I am like so that. competitive. You Pretty are. Pretty soon I'm just not even going to use my phone. <laughs> 
I got to win. No, you got to text me back when I have an emergency, Kim. You can't do that. I need you. Okay, so in Apple, if you go to settings, then go to screen time, then you're going to go to content and privacy restrictions. You're going to set a four-digit passcode. Do not give that code to your kid. Right. Do not. Okay. And um, then you can actually set like movies to watch and download will be at PG. Yes. You can turn off explicit content. Yes. Like there's actually a thing that says explicit or clean. Yes. For web content. Um, and it's really great. Now, here's the loophole with this because mm-hmm. there's always a loophole. Always a loophole. If your kid goes to Safari and starts searching, it is more than likely to catch it if it's pornography or something bad. Right. And they're going to come ask you for that four-digit passcode. In fact, sometimes you'll have to enter the passcode even when um, it's not really pornographic. You know, so sometimes it gets kind of burdensome, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But if they're within an app, so say they're within Instagram, Mm -hmm. it's not going to catch it. Right. It won't catch it because it's within Instagram. It's within an app. So it's not within the phone per se. Yeah. The restrictions do not work in an app. So you yes. just need to not think that you're safe because you have the restrictions set up. Absolutely. So I just want to put that out there. So use those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have those set on my phone and my ki- my kid's phone and yes. our tablets at home. We have all those set. But again, I'm aware that they can see other things. Absolutely. And they have seen pornography on different apps. Yeah. So it things slip through. And it is important to do this. I meet a lot of parents all the time with young kids who say, well, I just didn't think that they would do anything. You know, we only use our tablet at the kitchen island or we only uh, do it all together. Well, I will tell you just recently, we saw a naked woman on the computer together looking up hippopotamus for a science project. Um, oh. And we have the filters set. It just slipped through. Um, And then I had a mom just come up to me recently who said, I just never imagined my kid would come in the middle of the night and grab the iPad off the kitchen counter. We only do it on the kitchen counter. Google something. Google something. They but they're never, curious. Yeah, well, and he was actually Googling something that was good. And the ads on the side just yeah. sparked his curiosity. And he kept following. And it just goes down the, the trail. Right. And before you know it, they're exposed to something. So even if you feel like you have a safe space for your electronics and that you only do it together or it's only in a, in a public area. Set these restrictions on everything, even your TV. Our TV yes, has these good restrictions. Um, most most cable companies have parental yes. controls because when we got a new cable package, we got all these free channels that we had yes. never gotten, like pornography channels. Absolutely. And I didn't even know they were on there. And yeah. I'm going through and I'm seeing these titles and I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. And they could just click on him. Yes. So I went into the parental controls and then I set up a four-digit passcode. I mean, think about that when you redo your cable package or whatever, because you're Mm going to get all those free channels. And not only that, you can filter out what channels even show because we had the parental control set up. And then one night I was looking for something, House Hunters, because that's my thing. And um, I'm looking and there was like. Just the titles on there, you couldn't watch it, but the yeah. titles were enough to spark yes. imagination. Yes. So we were able to block out certain channels where you can't even see the titles. Yeah. Okay. So, we, you know, we're talking about general. Let's move on to like actual phone monitoring apps yes. that you can like pay a subscription for. Um, okay. So I want to just be real transparent here. This yeah. is a sticky place for us. Yeah, it is. Um, people have asked us to partner with them and endorse their products. And I struggle with it. Yeah. I struggle with it because I'm so afraid that I'm going to endorse a product and say, use this one. Mm -hmm. And then two months later, that kid sees porn because parents thought it was going to catch it and it slipped through. So I just have a real hard time 
recommending and endorsing Mm -hmm. something when I know that they will all fail. Well, and let's be honest that the reason we do that and the reason we have taken that stance is because of human nature. Yes. Human nature is that. And I'm in, I am the same way. You set the restrictions and you take your foot off the pedal. Hands off like, the wheel. We're good. This we're, will catch it. This will do the job. Yes. I have to do all this work. And so we step away it's from like the hard It's like drive-through parenting. We want the easy answer. We do. It's and, like the miracle diet pill. And I it wish it was exist. like that. It just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So we step back and we're no longer investing in this creating this culture of open communication because we've got the filter and then things slip through and here we're back in the same spot again. I can tell you this. I recently sat through a presentation of a new phone monitoring app that was being released just a couple weeks ago. And um, I loved the presenter because he said, we're providing a tool. Really, really what is going to catch everything is the relationship with your kid. And they had this whole segment of their presentation. And he was like, our product is coming alongside. And I was like, in the back, yes, it is. You're doing the next talk message. Yes. (laughs) And so, um, you know, I would say when you're looking out for phone monitoring apps, look for those types of um, marketing. You should not subscribe to something that is like, we are going to solve all your digital parenting problems because it is not. There is nothing out there. But if they are saying, we can help your kids be safer, mm-hmm. we can help you. We um, want to be one of the we, tools we to wanna, help you. We want to come alongside you. Mm-hmm. I saw a review recently and it was a mom and she said, I'm using this app. I'm not going to say which one, but she said, I'm using this app. And that along with open communication has kept our kids safe. There you and go. I loved that. Yes. Um, and so we just want to keep an open mind with that. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PaxFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Okay, so today we're talking about phone monitoring apps, and we just said, you know, stay away from the ones that claim to, like, do everything for you because they should use language like, we're helping you, we're Mm -hmm. coming alongside you, we're trying to fill in a few gaps for Mm -hmm. you, Mm -hmm. but there's not one product on the market that does everything, and that's kind of our number one point. We're going to walk through, like, five things of loopholes that you need to really watch out for, Um, and that is our number one. There's no app on the market that does everything you need it to do. And what I mean by that is the different products do different things. So you need to identify what you're trying to monitor. Exactly. There may be, you may want, if you have a kid who's driving, you Mm -hmm. may want a GPS one. Mm -hmm. So that's going to help you figure out where they are, how long they're at certain places. And I mean, this is a good tool because you don't want to text your kid while they're driving. You don't want them to try and respond to you. Right. So it kind of helps both of you out. You know, you can even say that to your kid. I don't want you to have to text me with this app. I just know. And I don't have to bother you all the time. Absolutely. Um, Maybe you want one to scan for nudity. Yes. 
but in and there are some out there, but they may not do the other things like right. catching buzzwords or right. they may not do the GPS tracking. Right. You know, and so there's that. You there's there's a couple on the market that will scan for keywords that mm-hmm. they've identified, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. cutting and suicide. Those are all great. Yeah. But again, sometimes that's not gonna catch everything and it's definitely right. not gonna be so you just need to look at what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to monitor? Are you trying to track? Are you trying to identify what you're trying to do? Yes. Okay, the second thing, you need to realize that you don't have access to everything because of privacy issues. You have like apps like Instagram and Snapchat. They do not allow third-party access to their direct messaging. And now this is something we've talked about a lot. This gets a little complicated. It does. It's, there's a lot of technical stuff in here that I'm still learning even, but mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of app monitoring device, um, companies that you know have kind of helped explain this to me. So they don't allow access to third-party messaging, which mm-hmm. is the DMs, mm-hmm. the direct messaging. direct messaging. It's like private messaging in Facebook, but they're yes. doing it in Instagram and Snapchat. Yes. And you can't access those. So unless you're logged into their account. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing for parents are just log into their account on your phone. It's super easy to do that through Instagram. And you can toggle back and forth between your account and their account very easily. So you can constantly be checking it. It's so easy. Um, You can click the picture in the lower right bottom corner, like your profile picture. And then at the top middle, it's going to be your account name. Mm -hmm. You click that and you scroll down and it'll say add account. Mm -hmm. You log into their account. And then, like you said, you can go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Then you have access to all the DMs and everything. Mm -hmm. And you don't you're not charged anything. Mm -hmm. Now, you could do that. Plus, also subscribe to one of these app monitoring tools. If you're worried about your kid commenting or liking Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. sexual content, on suicide or cutting, and you want to be alerted to that. You mm-hmm. could do both ends. Absolutely. And I think that would be a great tool to and, do. You know, I hate to play the devil's advocate here, but I want to, again, say why open communication is so important because your kid can have more than one account. They yes. may give you the login information for their main account on Instagram, but they may have other accounts that they're not sharing with you. So it's really important, again, that you know that this is just a set of tools. Yes, that is exactly right. I mean, you have to trust them to give you their login accounts. Um Back to the technical aspect about the privacy. Um, so Apple has much stricter privacy restrictions than Android Samsung. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are ways around it on Samsung to get those DMs. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, say there's an app monitoring app and you log in through their app. Yes. Okay. And it scans for nudity. If nudity pops up in the DMs, you will get notified Mm -hmm. through Samsung. Mm -hmm. Apple's kind of a different, like Apple's kind of different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are, there are all these different type of loopholes. And that's why I'm saying, um, you know, you may not get everything. Yeah. And then you just need to be aware. A report is good, but you may not be getting everything. Absolutely. Um, I think it's important to to number three here on our list. Most app monitoring devices require that your kids give you their login and passwords. And this kind of goes back to the point that I was making before. Yes. They may be hiding things from you. They may have different accounts. They may have hidden accounts, spam accounts. I mean, all kinds of things. Um, you may think that you are doing a good job and that you've done all that you can to monitor them. But you may be monitoring only a portion of who they are in the online world. And if your kids have spam accounts, that doesn't make them bad. No. Like, let me just say no. that. Kids have a whole system. Yeah. So, like, on Instagram, they have their main account where they only uh, – they only – like post like life changing events yes, like very important things. event big things 
um, mountaintop moments, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but then a spam account, they may joke every day. Yeah. They may post a, a meme about which is funny Something every day. Funny. And that's acceptable. But if they were posting that on their main account, oh, my gosh, like yeah. that's breaking all sorts of rules. And so they, they characterize little. So it doesn't mean they're bad kids. But, um, yes, some of these app monitoring devices you have to give your login and password. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like you just said, Kim, if they have four spam accounts and they're only giving you one, you're just not getting it. Yeah, you're not you're getting, not the, getting the monitoring that you think. So, again, use the tools, but just recognize, again, there's a loophole. Well, and there are also a lot of monitoring um apps or programs where it only monitors when your child does something through that program. Do you know what I'm saying? Through the app. So yes. do you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. And that's that's the other thing. Um, and a lot of that, that's how they work their way around all the privacy stuff we were talking about, that technical yes. aspect, is that you log in through their app. Yeah. The problem is kids won't do it. Mm-mm. So what I'm saying is you have to go to the app monitoring device and then your kid has to go through Instagram through that one. They can't right. just click Instagram or they have to go search things online through that. They're it's just not, not going to do it. Mm-mm. And so, again, um, you know, that sets up the I mean, when they're little, maybe yeah. you could definitely like you only use this to search with things. And so that yeah. may be good. But teens they know and if they're really trying to hide something from you they're just going to go to school and borrow their friend's phone Mm -hmm. or church or Mm -hmm. you know youth group whatever borrow their friend's phone and log into their accounts that way and then you have no monitoring control yeah so there's that that aspect too which kind of brings us to our next point that brings us to number four even if you have all the products on your child's phone your kid can be shown something from someone else's phone or told something from someone at the lunch table yeah. or on the playground. Yeah. They're still going to be in their social circles, and their social circles have access to other things that you aren't going to know about. If they want to hide things from you, they can. They sure can. They can. It's a hard truth. I mean, it that is. And so, again, that goes back to the first line of defense is the healthy balance of the relationship. Um, five, kids are digital natives. Mm-hmm. They, they are always going to be one step ahead of us with technology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I, I'm on my phone a lot for mm-hmm. work for, mm-hmm. and I'm learning it. But there are still things I don't know what to do. And I'll hand it to my kid. And in two seconds, they do it. And I'm like, yeah. how did you know to do that? And they're like, well, we just everybody knows how to do that. Like, that's so simple. You know, um, it, my kids don't have their own devices yet. They're young still. Right. And you have family now. tablet. Yes. Right? Yes. We have family tablets. Um, but even now I could hand my phone to my mm-hmm. kid and they just intuitively know how to do it. And it reminds me of my mother-in-law and my mom um, because we were raised on computers, you know, in school. Like yeah. I remember in kindergarten, we were doing the um, floppy disk. Yeah. The floppy the, disk. I remember when the big floppy yes. disk came out and. I remember my fourth grade teacher saying, this is going to change history. And yeah. I was like, whatever. Yes. <laughs> and I could not wait for computer time because we got to do the Oregon Trail. Did y'all do that? Oh, oh it was this game. I don't this remember this. tiny little icon of an Oregon, <laughs> on an Oregon Trail. You know, it was like digital, like, dur, 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 dur. very simple, simplistic, but we thought it was amazing. Awesome. Amazing. And I remember my mom and my mother-in-law trying to navigate through things like Word and whatnot. And because they didn't, they weren't raised on it. Yes. It was so awkward for them to look learn and difficult and whereas we were raised on the I computer like, i remember telling my mom save it to the desktop yeah. and she's like what, what are you, you talking mean? about like or that is just control language. all delete my yes. mom was like say what 
What is this language? Same thing. It's so true. Same Our kids thing. are like, what is control? Out exactly. Because everything's in the handheld device Everything now. is handheld, but this is all they know. You yeah. know, they are raised on this. So they are digital natives. Again, you could listen to our radio show um, about understanding their culture. You've yeah. got to understand it to be able to parent it well. Well, and let's leave with a couple tips on how do you monitor then? Because yes. I've left you with all these loopholes, and I feel like you're feeling a little hopeless here. So one what do we is do? talk, talk, talk. I mean, uh, you know that. It's our message. Follow us. We're, we're trying to help you in any way create conversation in your home. Two, do random phone checks. Yes. Do random phone checks. When they first get their phone, this may be an every night thing. As they get older, though, um, it'll be less. We promise. Now my, now my kid is in high school, and it's just ever so often. Yeah. yeah. I trust her. I've never found anything on her phone when I do a random phone check that she hasn't already told me about. Yeah. There's been bad stuff, but she's told me about it. So do random phone checks. With Instagram, be logged into your kid's account on your phone. It's super easy. You have access to all the DMs. And it's free. One thing I want to caution you on this, parents, if you are logged into them, be careful about looking at their DMs before they do because it sends a notification to the group that you're seeing it. Mm, and if you do tip. it, if you do it, the the people in the group are going to be like to your kid, why yeah. aren't you commenting? Why aren't you responding? Yes. I need your help. And so be careful with that. That's so that's one of the things that I tell my daughter. I'm like, I'm going to respect your privacy. I'm not going to look at him until you do. I'm going to give you that. Mm-hmm. But they pop up on my phone. I see him coming through. And then, you know, I let you her respond first yes. before I check I him like out. I that tip. Um, and th- start early. I mean, start early. Mm-hmm. And Kim, you're a perfect example here. You got little kids and you're already yeah. Lay the talking groundwork. to them about it so that they know what to do when you, they get a phone. They know it's normal and it's just second nature. Very important to do that. Our three um, tips. Phone monitoring apps are a tool. Use them, but it is not the first line of defense. And it's not about restrictions. It's about the relationship. That's our whole Next Talk message. And all monitoring apps will fail. The key is that your child will feel safe telling you. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.